You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. It's so nice to be back here with you again. And can you believe I am recording my end of year episode for 2021? I can't believe it is already the end of this year. I swear it feels like it was only a few months ago that it was the start of 2021 and I was recording my very first episode of this year. I feel like this year has gone so unbelievably fast, which is all the more reason why I feel like it's so important to take this time at the end of a year to reflect because it's been such a fast moving year. And I really wanted to come on and do a reflection episode to actually really help me in integrating everything I experienced this year and share a lot of my takeaways and learnings with you. And you know, we can move through our lives so quickly with so much happening and with all that we're doing and with being so on the go all the time and showing up for everything It just feels like life moves so fast and so much happens. And if we don't really take the time at the end of a year to reflect, we can really miss a lot of the incredible lessons and learnings that a year brings us. And we can just sort of find ourselves coming to the end of the year, being so busy at this end of year time, and then, you know, having a little bit of a holiday. And what do you know, it's a new year and we're back on the treadmill again of busyness and of life. And so really allowing ourselves some space and time at the end of a year to reflect is so beautiful and so powerful as a way to really intentionally close off a year and prepare for the new beginning that is coming in a new year. And something that I realized is that it's not until you actually really pause and reflect over your year that you can truly integrate everything that happened because so much happens in a year and we can very easily forget things, especially the small things. And part of the reason that I know this to be true is because I tend to journal a lot through my year. And I don't know if you're a big journaler, but for me, journaling has been a part of my life for so long. And more recently, I tend to alternate my journaling. Sometimes it happens in a handwritten journal. Other times it happens in a Google Doc. And I actually have a Google Doc for every year uh, since 2017 that I've been doing this. And in this Google Doc that I have, I put all of my thoughts and ideas and desires and intentions for the year ahead. I plan out my months and I set intentions every month in there. And I also journal and write into this Google Doc. And sometimes when things come through in my handwritten journal that are really powerful, I will then go and actually type it into the Google Doc as well, because I love having it all in one place in this document where I can skim through and there's subheadings and there's dates and I can really review my year really quickly. And as I said, I've been doing that in these Google Docs since about 2017, but I've been journaling every year of my life for so much longer than that. I mean, maybe 10 years, maybe longer. 
And so I find this is such a powerful way to be able to review your year. Like it's so interesting to read back on a journal entry or a diary entry or a note in your phone or something that you wrote down from the past or from your year. And so often we think to ourselves, yeah, I remember everything that happened this year. Like I remember all the main events that unfolded. But the thing we don't often remember is what we were thinking and feeling at the time, what was going on internally, what we were processing, what we were integrating. We don't often remember the detail of what truly was happening on an inner level. And that's why I love journaling. As I was looking back on my journal this year, I was like, oh my goodness, that's right. Like early this year when I had that experience, this is what I was thinking and feeling. This is what I was processing. This is what was coming up for me. And I had completely forgotten about it. And when I reread it, I actually didn't even remember that or feeling that until I had reread it. And interestingly, when I came into the start of 2021, I had this very clear idea and intention for the year ahead. And I'd chosen a theme of what I thought the year was going to be about for me. And then I come to the end of the year and I look back and I realize that theme really changed and evolved throughout the year and what the year was about for me really changed and evolved. And that's why I love coming to the end of the year and doing this reflection and even getting to do an end of year reflection podcast episode because it's just such a powerful way to integrate everything that happened. And so in this episode, I have a few things I really want to share with you. I want to share some of the things that worked really well for me this year as I look back and I'm like, yep, that really helped me, really supported me, really worked really well. I want to talk about some of my lessons and learnings, especially in business this year. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I was really working on the masculine side of my business and my energy this year. And that was a really big learning for me. I'm going to talk about pleasure and pleasure-based living, which I won't go too in-depth on because I did do a whole podcast episode on it, but I want to talk about that as well as embodiment because they were really big parts of my year this year, being guided by my pleasure and focusing on my embodiment. I'm also going to talk a bit about the second half of 2021 and what we experienced, you know, collectively in the world, but especially here in Australia, we experienced a lot that at times really tested and challenged my mental health, if I was to be honest, and also really challenged my relationship. So I want to talk a little bit about how I navigated that. And I'm also going to share more about my themes for this year and just in general, you know, my biggest lessons and learnings that I want to offer you as takeaways for you as well. And so one of the first things that's been really coming into my mind as I've been reflecting on this year is this idea of intentional living. And as I was reflecting on this year, I've begun to see how much my practice of intentional living has been one of my most important and powerful practices this year. And I actually had a conversation the other day with my boyfriend that really illuminated this for me and gave me a lot of clarity around it because I just put up a story on Instagram And on there, I was talking about my theme from 2021 because I pick a theme for the year every year. And I really love picking like an intention, a feeling word, a theme that's going to represent how I'm going to show up and how I'm going to feel through the year. 
And my boyfriend came in after he'd watched my story. He came into my office and he was like, oh, so what was your theme for this year? And I started sharing with him. I started talking to him about it. And then I said to him, how about you? What was your theme for this year? And he looked at me kind of blank and he was like, I don't know. And I was like, no, no, like really think about it. What was your theme for this year? Did you set one at the start of the year? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, as you look back over your year and you've gone through the whole year, what would you say was your theme? And he's just like, I don't know. And he kind of just came up with a few things, but honestly, he'd never really thought about it. And I thought to myself, you know what, when I come into 2022 with him, I'm going to sit down with him and I'm going to help him pick out his theme for the new year. But what this really illuminated for me was the realization of just how intentional I have become about how I live my life. I live with intention. I live intentionally. And for me, that means I consciously create and design my life. My life isn't something that happens to me. My life isn't something that I'm at effect to. My life isn't something that just runs on autopilot. It's very intentional. And I think many of us can tend to live our life in a way where things just happen and things just run on autopilot. And so we get to the end of the year and we're kind of like, oh, whoa, what happened this year? And what was my theme? And what was this year about for me? And what did I learn? Did I grow? Did I achieve what I wanted? I don't know. And I I knew I came into this year with all of these desires and intentions, but then I've come to the end of the year and they haven't happened and I don't really know why or what to do about it. And a lot of this happens because we're not living intentionally. We're not intentionally designing our lives. We're not intentionally choosing who we're going to be. We're not intentionally making choices that are going to take us to where we want to go. And without realizing, we're just living sort of reactively on autopilot and going with the flow of whatever life brings us rather than creating our life experience. And so this conversation with him for me was kind of like a little light bulb moment, just really showing me how intentionally I live. Even though I've been doing this for a while, I don't think I'd really realized it. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about this and what this means. And it's something I really want to offer you as something to think about as you're stepping into 2022. And so for me, living intentionally means that when we go through a transition from one year to another, I plan, I reflect, I integrate my lessons and learnings. I choose my desires, my intentions, my feeling words, my goals, my themes for the year ahead. I also do quarterly planning every 90 days. So I'm mapping out the quarter ahead and what's going to happen in my business and what my intentions are. I am intentional every month. I set new intentions at the start of every month. I'm intentional under a full and new moon. I set intentions and I reflect. I'm intentional every day because I have a morning practice And a morning practice is my time every single day to get intentional about how I live. How am I feeling? How do I want to feel? Who do I want to be today? What steps am I going to take today? 
Intentional living for me is about taking responsibility for the results that I'm creating. And so if at some point in my life I'm getting stuck, I'm hitting blocks, I'm not getting my results, I look within myself and I ask myself, okay, what's going on inside of me? What is the block? What's going on in my mindset, in my energy? How might I be creating this? And so these very intentional and deliberate ways of showing up in life, these rituals I have, these practices, these intention setting practices, these are things that really support me in living as the creator of my reality. It doesn't mean I'm in control of everything at all, but I am conscious and intentional. It just means that I know what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it. I know who I need to be. I know what I need to focus on to take me to where I want to go. I'm checking in every month with where I'm up to with my goals. I'm checking in every day on where I'm at energetically. I'm checking in regularly to see if I'm in alignment with my desires and my values. Am I on track with who I want to be? Am I living in alignment with how I want to feel? And this has been one of the most life-changing, powerful practices for me. And I think it is honestly one of the most powerful things that we can do. And so I just want to offer this to you as something to think about. Whether you feel like you are living intentionally, whether you feel like you are creating your life experience, creating your reality, creating who you want to be, whether you feel like you have supportive practices and rituals that allow you to be intentional about your life, or whether it sometimes feel like you're just on autopilot, going with the flow, responding to what's happening around you. And so maybe thinking about this as you step into a new year and how you might like to be more intentional in how you live in 2022. And I also really quickly want to mention something because this just ties in so perfectly with what I've just been talking about. Because I've decided to host an end of year and new year journaling workshop series that's called Release and Rebirth. And I've designed this in a way where we're going to come together for one journaling workshop and one embodiment session at the end of 2021. And then we'll come back together at the start of 2022 for another journaling workshop and embodiment session. And in the 2021 sessions, we're going to talk a lot about this theme of release. So it's not just journaling the whole time. I'm also going to talk to you about releasing and how do we release and wrap up and close off old chapters and integrate the lessons and learnings. And we're going to do a lot of intentional work around releasing together. And then the second session is an embodiment session. So we're going to do a lot of energy work and rituals and visualization and movement to actually help let go and release the energy of this year. And so both of those sessions are happening at the end of this year on the 20th and 21st of December. But if you can't come to the live session, it's totally fine because the replays are also still going to be super potent for you. And then when we come back together in January, we will meet on the 4th and 5th of January, all for live sessions, and we're going to do some powerful work on rebirthing. And to me, rebirthing, that word, it's really just about creating beautiful new beginnings. It's like, how do I step into the new without the baggage of the old? 
That's what rebirthing really means to me. So we're going to talk about that theme a lot. And I'm going to be talking you through how to create new beginnings, how to tap into the quantum field, work with the energetics and the alignment when it comes to bringing your dreams to life collapsing time around your desires and we're really going to do a lot of journaling to vision out your year ahead your desires your theme your feeling words and creating a lot of clarity and writing some life scripts for yourself so it's going to be a really powerful four-part live series that I just wanted to create to help you in being really intentional in completing 2021 and stepping into 2022 you can go to ConnieChapman.com slash release dash and dash rebirth. But if that's a little bit long, just go down to the link in the show notes because that will be a little bit easier. You can tap that link if you want to join. And I'm also going to give you two journaling workbooks as well that you can use to go deeper into your end of year and new year journaling and preparation and planning. And so, as I said, the reason that I've created this and the reason I'm talking about all of this with you is just because this idea of intentional living, you know, when I look back over this year and even the way that I've been living for the past few years, I can see it's a number one key to really being the creator of your life and ensuring that when you step into a new year, the things that you desire actually happen. They don't just stay there as wishes and wants. They actually happen. So looking back on this year and just continuing with my reflection, some other things that I was really focusing on this year that work super well for me, um, this is particularly in business and also outside of business as well to some extent. What worked really well for me was cultivating my masculine energy, but my healthy masculine not a masculine that's kind of toxic where I'm a control freak and I'm working all the time and I'm overachieving and I'm finding my worth through my achievements and I'm competing and hustling not all of that instead what I mean is cultivating a very healthy divine masculine energy and that's something I really wanted to work on this year and that I have really worked on in 2021 because I spent a lot of time cultivating my feminine, my inner feminine energy, and I feel very embodied and connected to my feminine now. But my inner feminine needed my inner masculine. And what I really needed to create was this divine inner union. And I really love this idea of this divine inner union where your inner feminine and your inner masculine work really well together in harmony and they each have their roles and they each support each other. And I realized that that's what my feminine was desiring, you know, and she has a lot of desires. My feminine has a lot of desires and she was desiring expansion and she was desiring more, more pleasure. She wanted to receive more. She wanted more for her business and her life. But in order for my inner feminine to have that and to have her desires, I had to first develop some more aspects of my masculine in order to help my inner feminine to have what she wanted it's not like we just step into our feminine energy and have all these desires and you know expect they're going to happen I was like no I have to develop my masculine energy to actually help my feminine have what she wants so that meant for me if I wanted more ease in my business if I wanted to be able to receive 
more and more money, more expansion, more clients, whatever it was, I had to build out the systems and the structures to help me have that. I actually had to work on changing this year how my business was running and operating and was positioned. So I worked a lot on that. This year I came into a 12-month business mentoring program and that was the other thing I did a lot this year, which I'll talk about a bit later, was I invested a lot this year. I invested in three group programs this year. So I made a lot of investments and that was a really supportive thing for me this year. But I came into this 12-month business container and this focused a lot on the more structural, strategic positioning side of business, particularly my online course, Divine Femme. And throughout this year, I completely reworked Divine Femme. So that course got a complete rebirth and upgrade. It's like a total 2.0 version now. It's nothing like the very first version of the program that I created. It's super powerful now. I've led two rounds of it this year. And I've seen the transformation happen in the women who move through it. So I know this program works and it's super powerful and it's a real foundational staple of my business now moving forward. And that program will be opening up again in February of 2022 for enrollments. So if you're interested in that, you can keep an eye out around February of next year. And so what I really worked on this year was like, okay, if I want my business to expand, I have to have the right foundations. And very often with business, you first have to build out the foundations or with any desire, really. It's not just about the expansion. And every time I try to expand without foundations, I fall on my face. (laughs) So the foundations are really important. And What does foundation mean? It means I looked a lot at my offerings, my positioning, my systems, my structures, how everything in my business was working. And one of the things I realized was that my business offerings didn't flow. There wasn't a sequence. There wasn't a journey. It wasn't like someone could come into my work and then move through the sequence or journey of offerings. And my offerings also didn't align with where my business was transitioning. So my business is really transitioning now to be much more focused on working with women and feminine work and feminine empowerment work. And prior to this year, a lot of my offerings didn't actually fit that. They didn't fit in alignment with where my business was going. So I archived a lot of my offerings in 2020 and I was like, yep, this will never run again. And then this year, it was all about rebuilding out my offerings now so that everything was in alignment with what my position is in my business, how I'm positioning myself. I even shifted a lot on my social media around how I show up and what I talk about and how I communicate through my brand. So that was a more strategic way that I really began doing things this year. And I also worked a lot on the strategy of Divine Femme as my signature program and really building out one signature program that people would come into. And sort of the intention would be that anyone who comes into my work and really wants to dive deep with me would come through the Divine Femme journey because it is 10 years of my expertise of coaching with women put all into this program. And so it's become this really powerful three-month transformative women's empowerment journey. And that's what I wanted to be known for. And that's what I want people to see about my work when they come across me. 
And so this year, as I went through this business program, it really taught me how to build out a signature offering. And I upgraded so much around my offerings in my business. I upgraded my payment systems, my checkout process, my client and customer onboarding process. I created systems around that. And there is this beautiful, seamless process and system that happens now when someone purchases from me. And I can't tell you how good it feels. It feels so good. It has allowed my feminine receivership to completely expand by building out all of these masculine structures and systems. I also hired a podcast editor this year, which really helped just take the editing side of the podcast off my hands. It just means I can record an episode. I don't even have to re-listen to it. I just send it off to someone else to edit it and sort it all out for me. I've also been working a lot more with my assistant and I've been bringing her on to have a lot more hours for me, working for me, giving her a lot more tasks in my business, allowing her to support me more writing operating procedures for everything that happens in my business and really stepping more into like a CEO kind of role. So rather than being so hands-on and being so hands-on in all of the day-to-day admin of my business, I'm really stepping into much more of like a CEO kind of role. And that still means I'm very intimate with my clients and everyone that I work with, but I'm not as hands-on in the day-to-day running of the business. And so there's going to be even more systemized and structural changes happening to my business next year. I've got so many things that I want to happen next year around that to just continue to streamline and scale the business because you can't really up-level and expand without streamlined systems and structures and without the foundations that allow everything to just happen like clockwork. And so that's what I'm really starting to build out. I feel like I made so much progress on that this year and it's been so beautiful for my inner feminine to have all of this beautiful masculine container around her to really hold me in my creative expression. And so something else that worked really well for me this year, and this was for me personally, was really focusing on embodiment and pleasure. There were two big themes for me this year, and that really led me to create the Reclaim Your Radiance program, which we've just finished up a live round of that. And I'm going to make that a self-paced program in 2022. So you'll be able to purchase that and work through that from January onwards. I will also most likely be running another live round of that in 2022. And if you join the self-paced version, you'll then be able to come through the live round when that runs. And so this program is like my pleasure embodiment self-care based program. And again, this kind of ties in a little bit to the strategy that I've been building out in my business is where I want there to be a flow that people can move through in my work. I also this year actually created my Feminine Awakening series, which is a free video series, and I've actually decided I'm going to rework that one. So that'll be ready in the new year. It will still be free, but I'm actually going to redo all of those videos. But really the intention behind this was to create this beautiful flow for how people come into my work and move through my work. So, you know, maybe they come in through some free content like my Instagram or my podcast. Maybe they come into the Feminine Awakening free video series. 
maybe then they come into a lower priced offer like Reclaim Your Radiance and get a real taster for my work. And maybe then they move into Divine Femme and into some higher end offerings that will be coming later in 2022. And so I've really been building out this beautiful flow and people may or may not move through that flow. They may move through it in a different order. They may not move through it at all. But it's a beautiful thing in your business to build out this flow and this ascension model of how you can nurture someone who comes through your business and comes into your work. Because previously, the way that I kind of did things was I just had like four different offerings that were all kind of at the same level, but on different topics. And it was just kind of like, take your pick on what interests you. And this year, my approach to my offerings really, really changed. And so what was really interesting for me in recording the Reclaim Your Radiance program was that it took me so much deeper into my embodiment and into my pleasure work. And it really helped me see and feel just how powerful embodiment is for helping us change our energy and create deep changes and also healing our relationship to our body, which I did a whole episode on previously, episode 114. I talk a lot about embodiment in there and healing our relationship with our bodies. So that's a really powerful one to listen to. But this year, what really worked well for me was deep embodiment, which meant getting out of my head, coming more into my body, committing more deeply to working with embodiment-based practices, because this is what really helps my feminine feel safe. This is where I feel in my power when I'm in my body. This is where I feel grounded. This is where I'm able to hold and receive what life brings when I'm deeply embodied. And so I really think that one of my biggest keys to success this year is that I've been living in such a more embodied way. And similarly, pleasure has really begun to run through my life so much more this year. And really asking myself and running things through this filter of Does this bring me pleasure now and will this bring me pleasure in the future? Does this feel like pleasure in my body? And it's about beginning to get so much more discerning about what I've been saying yes and no to in my business, what I'm taking on, what I'm creating based on whether it amplifies my pleasure. And so I did a whole episode on pleasure this year, which was episode 113. So I'm not going to go too deep on it here, but it was a huge lesson I had after the Divine Femme launch, after going a little too hard down the strategy line and following the path that this mentor had mapped out for me and just executing on that because I thought that's what I had to do to be successful. And then realizing I'd gone too far, not just into the masculine, but into a masculine that wasn't honoring my feminine. And so it's really important to me that if I'm going to operate from the masculine, that my action has got to be guided by my feminine. So that's where the divine union comes in. It's like my feminine in her desire is guiding how my masculine shows up and what he does. And so that's what happened a little bit in my launch was my masculine kind of went off and did all these things and took all this action and followed all this strategy, but wasn't checking in with my feminine being like, how does this feel? Does this feel good in your body? Does this feel okay to you? Is this bringing you pleasure? Is this how you want to do it? And this can often happen when we're in our masculine too much. We abandon the feminine. 
And that happened a little bit for me this year. And so coming back to pleasure and then creating two more offerings this year, Reclaim Your Radiance and now the Release and Rebirth journaling series, both of these were so guided by pleasure, which was a really beautiful experience. Literally with the Release and Rebirth journaling program, I channeled that and downloaded that and created that in an entire weekend. It just came through. I built the sales page and the member's site in a day, and it was just so easy. And that's really how I want 2022 to feel. Really divinely inspired, really guided by pleasure, having things feel exciting and aligned, Having things feel effortless, not in a way where there's no work, like not where you're not working hard because I'm all for hard work, but what I'm not for is struggle. I'm not interested in struggle. I will work hard towards what I want, but I'm not going to struggle. I don't want to do it. And so for me, focusing on pleasure really helps alleviate the struggle. So another thing that really came with this year was surrender, resilience, embracing change, dropping control, trusting the divine plan. And going back to my very first episode of 2021, which was episode 103, I'd already shared a story in there about surrender where our New Year's plans had totally gone out the window and we really had to pivot and adjust and surrender And so I kind of knew on some level this year was going to bring more of that, but I couldn't have anticipated the way that it manifested. In the second half of this year, we went down into a really big lockdown in Sydney, the biggest lockdown we've had, even bigger than 2020. It was months of lockdown and it was really, really hard. And it was really hard on my mental health. Um, It was very hard on my relationship with Jason. You know, we ended up having a lot of arguments a lot of fights, a lot of conflict. We really had to work a lot on our communication, our conflict resolution, owning what we were each feeling and not projecting and throwing it onto each other. We had to work a lot on filling ourselves up from within um, because all we had for months was each other. It was just me and him in the house for months. So it put a huge pressure on our relationship. And I think anyone in lockdown will relate to that. And there were times over that time where I would say to family and friends or even him, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. You know, I wasn't. It was really, really tough. And we went through a really, really heavy time here. And so what really pulled me out of that was all of my personal practices It was my self-care rituals, my pleasure practices, my embodiment work. It was a lifeline for me that pulled me out of a really dark place. And when I really recommitted to that, it was because I was like, I have to get back in charge of how I'm feeling. I really have to get back in charge of my inner world. And it was when I reconnected to all those practices and then realized just how transformational they were and changing how I was feeling that... I then went and created Reclaim Your Radiance because I wanted to teach all of these practices that helped me so much during that really heavy, dark time. And so that's another thing I would say was a really big key to my success this year that really supported me this year was being deeply devoted to the personal practices that shifted my energy, that brought me into my body, that connected me with my pleasure and helped me take care of myself. 
It was more powerful than ever before. And it really helped me get back in charge of how I was feeling. And as I said earlier, investing in my business was also a big theme. This year, I invested in three mentoring programs. So two year-long programs. One of them was focused on building the business strategy side of my business. And the other was focused on the energetics of business. And so one of them was with Stevie Dillon, the Launchpad program, and one of them was with Ashay Sundara, the Quantum Year. And they were both amazing programs in their own way. And working with Ashay was really wonderful in getting a lot of mentoring around the feminine and energetics of business. And then at the end of this year, I came into a seven-week container with Jenna Black, Magnetic as Fuck. And that was a really powerful program for coming back to pleasure because she teaches a lot about pleasure-based business. So that was a really powerful program for me as well. And I'm really happy with the investments that I made. You know, they all taught me different things and challenged me in different ways. And they all had their own pros and cons as every program does. But in general, that was a big thing that really helped me this year was investing, investing in my business, investing in myself. It's just so important. And so to wrap up, if I was to look back over this year, a couple of the really key themes were completion and initiation. I felt both of those really strongly. There were and still are some really big completions moving through my life right now, some really big endings that I've been preparing for all year. And this is a big year of completion for me. This is officially my last year living in Sydney. We are moving uh, right at the start of 2022. We are moving into state. So it's big. I've lived here since I was 20 years old. I moved here when I was 20 and um, it's been a huge chapter of my life. So I've been feeling a lot of grief about the endings that I'm moving towards this year and the chapters that are closing and what I'm going to have to let go of. You know, it's going to be really big, but I'm ready for it and I'm excited about it. And I'll be sharing a lot more about all of that and our plans for the move and where we're going and what's going to happen in my first episode of 2022. And so initiation was kind of my other real theme. It really felt for me like all year I have been moving through an initiation into who I need to be, into who I want to be, into the woman that I'm here to be in order to have what I want. And I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I've gone through a really powerful initiation in myself, around my work, around the teachings of the divine feminine, around business and building out the masculine side that I need to support my feminine. So it's been huge. It's been a really, really powerful year. And I feel like the first nine months were this preparation A lot of foundations, a lot of behind the scenes work, and it's really started to come together in these last three months. And um, I now feel like I'm ready for what 2022 is going to bring. I think it's going to be a really powerful and expansive year. So my love, if you would like to wrap up 2021 powerfully with me, with a community of women, move through some journaling, some releasing work, some energetic work to close off this chapter, clean the slate and step into 2022 with a fresh new energy. 
and then come together at the start of the year to clarify what you want this year to be about, your desires, your intentions, your feeling words, all of it, and do some beautiful energetic work to tap into the quantum field and begin to align with what you want. Come and join me in Release and Rebirth. Enrollments close on the 19th. Our first session is on December 20th. You can learn all about that at ConnieChapman.com slash release dash and dash rebirth, or just go down to the show notes and find the link as that will be much quicker for you. Thank you for being tuned into this episode today. I am wishing you a nourishing and beautiful holiday season. Thank you for being a part of this show this year in 2021. Thank you for being a part of my work and for supporting everything that I do. And I look forward to talking to you in the year 2022, sending you so much love and I will talk to you then.